15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. In a world full of mundane podcasts, one show rises from the ashes. Critics are calling it outrageous. Podcasts as we know it will never be the same again. Tonight, prepare for an epic journey where every step could be your last. The destination, a place where no maps can show. The mission, to rise above the rest. The danger, unimaginable. The reward, a shit ton of weed and laughs. It's going to blow your mind. This is To Be Bloods. So sit back, turn up the volume, grab your weed, get ready to light those bloods. episode 38 in studio we have the birthday boy himself that's right he is the scott say what up scott hashtag i'm here baby oh hashtag he's here put that on twitter damn it start that post right now we got frank knox still out of quarantine thank god feeling good feeling good yes sir and of course your host the P to the double EZ, and we are live, baby, on another Thursday of the 2B Blood Podcast. We are here to make your worries go away. If you're stuck home, if you're on lockdown, if you're on mandatory quarantine, stay home, stay safe, all the good hashtags. Well, this is the place to be. 2B Blood Podcast, right on the Facebook page, live stream, rtfsportsnetwork.com. That's right. And for tuning in, we appreciate it. We have a big show lined up for you today. Of course, it's Scott's birthday, so we got to play a little birthday edition of Stump the Scott. 
That's right. Who wants to be a party pooper and stump me on my birthday? We got, we got prizes. If you can stump the Scott right here, later on in the show, you got an autographed date by 10 coming your way. The Scott's going to give you a present. You know? Frank knocks what back with another top five you're not going to want to miss. I know I'm hyped for it. Bringing it back. used to cover a little sports. We got some shit to talk about. Blunt talk returns. As we discuss Bluetooth sex and more. That's right. I said Bluetooth sex. Wow. All kinds of shit. We got Tampa Bay radio personality Brody joining us later to shoot the shit. And of course, the phone lines are open. 860-384-7110. If you want to join in on the conversation, the lines are open from now until 730. We got people tuning in. Zach saying what up? PJ locked up on the on the comments. What's up, guys? You already know. It's about to go down. Are you guys ready for another episode? I'm ready, baby. I'm here. We got a lot to talk about. Last week we last week was a was an interesting show to say the least. Last week was uh, off the rails. What was the name of last week's episode? Quarantine. I think that's what we need to do. I think that episode needs to go into quarantine. <laughs> Come on, Sky. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> You know, last week's episode was the NXT takeover of WrestleMania month, <laughs> weekend, year, whatever you want to call it, because our show got took the fuck over. It really did. Everybody, <laughs> the phone lines wouldn't stop. The guests we had wouldn't stop talking. <laughs> I mean, it was nuts. It was nuts. It was nuts. I like that. Zach's got a good one. He said, hashtag stay home, stay blunted. That okay. might have to be our thing. I like that. Stay home, stay lifted. Stay home, stay blunt. Oh, blunted, lifted. I mean, I think it can go either way. I like that. I like where we're going with that. Speaking of getting lifted, before we go any further, we got business to take care of. What a business be? That is my favorite part of the show and yours, Frank. The ceremonial lighting of the blunt. So I ask you guys, are you ready? Ready, peasy. Yes, sir. I said... Are you ready? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Scott's fired up. Birthdays. Scott's fired up for the birthday. I love it. Stone Cold Scott Austin. <laughs> <laughs> then, for the three of us in this podcast studio and the hundreds, watching home on the Facebook live stream or listening to rtfsportsnetwork.com. Ooh, let's get ready to smoke it. Tell him, Frank. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. Smoke it. <laughs> That's right, baby. The King Palm is loaded. And it's time to light it up. That's what I'm talking about. This is just... What the doctor ordered. I don't need a COVID-19 test. No, no. All I need is Mary Jane to cure all the illnesses. It is going down, baby. It's going down. And I bet you're wondering, what's in the blunt? What do we got this week? Well, for this week's strain of the week, baby. That's right. For this week's strain of the week. Cookies Gelato. That's right. Cookies Gelato. Genetics. Girl Scout cookies crossed with Gelato 33. Combining the sugary sensations of Girl Scout cookies and Gelato, the aptly named Cookies Gelato is a recent entry on the top strains list for 2020, baby. I haven't eaten dinner yet, but it looks like I'm going to have my dessert first this week. 
this week. There you go. Oh, boy. You see, besides inheriting a sweet flavor and aroma from its parent strains, it's got a lot of THC, man. A lot. We're talking up to 28%. Wow, that is a lot. Bringing about a euphoric rush with a relaxing touch, this hybrid makes sure you don't go deep in one direction, even if you're headed for the stars. That's right. Needless to say, this may not be for you if you're a novice smoker like Scott. But for those of us with some tolerance, we have an unforgettable time with a tasty treat right here. How's that? That's how you talk up a fucking weed strike, baby. That is good. Yeah, man. That's some high potency, 28%, man. Well, you can find out for yourself. That's top tier right there. That's- of course. Well, we only smoke top tier around here. You know this. And, of course, now you know the strain in the week. It's time to find out what the beer of the week is from the Scott Scott Town. What we got this week? All right. Well, the birthday beer of the week we got. This comes from New Park Brewing in West Hartford, Connecticut. And it's from their blender series. And it's called Ruby. So it's a Berliner Weiss style ale brewed with strawberry, raspberry, and red currant. You would think, because it's called Ruby, it'd have grapefruit in it. It looks like grapefruit, but there is no grapefruit. There's no grapefruit. Um, it's a sour, though, and it's delicious. And I can attest it is. You got a little bit of that, too, right? It's, it's good, yeah. Wow, Scott, way to talk it up in under 30 seconds. <laughs> Not like when you play Stump the Scott and he's got to figure out the whole gimmick. And then after like three seconds after the bell, you know, buzzer rang, then he wants to answer. The answer it yet. tastes like grapefruit. Looks like grapefruit, I tell you though, but I... there's only strawberries in it. The can isn't really grapefruit. All right, it's the beer of the week. Yeah, but it's the beer I picked up last week uh, through a drive-through, where they passed it through like a little doggy door window. You wait, wait, wait. You're telling me you went to a drive-through to get beer? Basically, yeah. They set it up like a drive-through. You don't go into the brewery to pick what? up the beer. <laughs> What? So, Where is this? This was in West Hartford. <laughs> you, wait, so in Connecticut, yep. they have drive through windows for beer. Yeah, except, well, you have to get out of your car, though. You can't, like, drive up to the window. So you have to get out of your car. You have to wait till the person in front of you gets back into their car. And then you get out, and then you go up to the window. They got the little card reader outside. You put your card in. You tell them what you want. They get it for you. Do they and check they your pass ID? It. Uh, yeah, you, do, you have the ID and the card ready. And it's credit card payments only. And uh, once they verify everything and it's good, they pass the beer through this little window with their gloves on. What's the point of a drive-thru if you can't drive up to it? Yeah. It doesn't. <laughs> that doesn't make any fucking sense. It's really not a drive-thru. But for them to, like, I don't know, then they'd have to, like, rebuild and, I don't know, set up a drive-thru window. I don't know. Like, Times are changing, man. You get you get beer delivered now from restaurants, margaritas delivered from restaurants. And yeah, as long as you purchase some food. Yeah, you get you know. Booze. As long as you got, you can get yeah. booze with your orders now. Which is well, these I people, hope they keep it this way. These people don't. Forward. Most breweries, though, they don't sell food. They always have like usually a food truck on site. I don't know how Barium sells like kielbasa dogs, bro. Well, that's true. They do do that. And but. you don't have to go through a fucking drive-through. You know, you get to go right inside. Yeah. And you risk your life, but <laughs> nonetheless, you know, you get to go inside and pick up your order, which is what I did last week when I picked up the King Cluster. When you went, was there a lot of people there? No, no, it was a ghost no, night. absolutely not. There was like nobody inside both times I've gone in the past like two weeks. I mean, I guess that's why they only limit those to what 94 packs of that King Cluster because it took me six tries over six days to finally get through and get some. Yeah, well, I mean, I keep telling you, we're slacking, bro. You got to get in there before eight o'clock to place your order. You're, if you wait, I, I until, learned, I learned. <coughs> if you wait until fucking eight o'clock to hit the, you know, pull the trigger. It's too late by then. It's that's true because that's what's happened to me. It's too fucking late. So now you got yourself some King Cluster. 
to add to your many, uh, many beers in your collection already. Yes. Your fridge is stocked to the brim. You can it, barely even fit food in there. I don't is. no clue where you go, you know, where you get your groceries at. Uh, Drive through. If, well, if most you, of my groceries are in the freezer. If you literally go to this guy's house, right, for everyone listening, and you open the fridge, it is just a fucking wall of beer. Yeah. There I, is beer from the front to the back. And I have too many. I tried selling some on eBay the other day. I had a listing up. I had Why people watching it. Why would you sell beer to bring them over here? No, because, well, here's the deal. I got, like, two money, and you can make extra money off this. But wow. um, eBay caught on, and they, they shut the auction off because it's, it violates their alcohol eBay's policy. eBay's been getting strict, man. So, wait. Wait, you can get beer delivered, but you can't order it on eBay now. Oh, I don't <laughs> what have the a, fuck is going on with the world today? I technically don't have a license to sell. Yeah, he's so. not a liquor distributor. At least but these restaurants, they have their liquor permit. I'm saying the cans are empty, and they're just collectible cans. Not in the fridge. <laughs> not in the fridge, Scott. You I don't know? take a picture of them on the, <laughs> when they're in the fridge and load that, though. In fact, Steven Gata tells us that Scott's got two fridges. Yeah, he does. You didn't know that? <laughs> How does He's I got not the know? On like the the bottom left of the TV. That's oh, that's crazy. right. What's like the the makeshift wine cooler? Yeah, <laughs> that you 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 uh, molded into a beer fridge. Hashtag too many beers. And then of course, your whole setup is all empty cans. I mean, you're literally your your night your TV stand. The part that <laughs> is funny to me is like half of those beers he has that he's like, oh, they're collector items. They've already passed the date they're Best Buy. So it's just like beer which, that doesn't taste which is true, but as good as it was when you're supposed to drink it. But for science purposes, people like to try older beers to see if... Because so some people have said online that like certain beers that like a year old are actually pretty damn good. So it's there for people to try. And plus, if it's ones that they've not made, but only made like once, uh, collectors will go for it. And they just want to take a picture of the can and put it on when I'm tapped or collect the can like Scott does. Well, listen, I put my cans on Instagram. I felt real cool for a minute. Oh, you got to use Untapped, man. Untapped. That's like the beer only. So let me camera. tell you. I, I, I so stopped. everybody knows, though, PZ just said he puts his cans on Instagram. So you're going to get flooded with messages. All right. Listen, <laughs> I'll sell pictures of my cans, too. I mean, times are tough right now. Times are tough. If I got to if I gotta sell pictures of the cans, then let's go. Let's go. Let me get some only cash. OnlyFans is up like 80%, I heard. Uh, I start an OnlyFans page, we're in trouble. You might have to start an OnlyCans page. We need the OnlyCans page. That's it. That might You might be honest with this, Scott. This could be a breakthrough. I mean, this is a money-making idea. OnlyCans. OnlyCans.com. And then Only it's just pictures of breasts and cleavage. And beer cans. cans. You can throw everything in there. It's a can. Beer cans. You got you got non perishables you want to throw on there? Can of mixed veggies? Fuck it. Oh my god. Only cans. I love it. I love it. I love it. And now, now it's your birthday. And you brought how many beers for today? Uh, I got well, you know, my standard three, but uh, you know, I still got some of this. Bro, There's mind you, that was full last night. That was yeah, full. That last was night. full last and night. We crushed it, and I was like, "Oh, let's save a little bit for tomorrow." I was like, "Oh well, let's." We crushed it making parodies for today. It. That's yeah. what we did. Is we crushed it making parodies for today. Well, we crushed you know? it because it was the Scott's birthday. And what's funny? I so I went to the package store and I wanted that peanut butter screwball whiskey. You know, the famous one that we the one all I have right here in the cup. Oh, so you got it. I got screwball right here. And That's right. I asked the guy at the package store, and he's like, "No, nah. he's like, he's like, yeah, we have it." And he's like, "Oh no, wait, we're not getting it delivered till tomorrow." And I was like. Tomorrow? It's like, my birthday's today. <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> like, come on, bro. So, uh, but he, he um, turned me to this other peanut butter whiskey from, it's Old Smoky from Tennessee, I guess. Tennessee Mountain Made Peanut Butter Whiskey. And uh, it's not as oh. sweet as um, the Screwball, but it's pretty damn good. 
I loved it. It was good. It was smooth. Yeah? The whiskey. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that was. It actually wasn't as sweet, I felt. It had a little smoky flavor. Yeah. Had a little bite. Had a little bite. It was was delicious. It was delicious. Got the job done. It did. It did. We made some killer parodies. So we might as well get into one right now. Let's take a quick break, guys, because we're getting, we're jumping in. We're getting fired up. Let's come back. Let's light the blood back up because I'm seeing now that the L's out and sitting in an ashtray. That's devastating. That's you. You, you're the extinguisher. I extinguished that? That was me? Well, I passed it to you and you just never took it, so I put it in the ashtray. That's fucking devastating, bro. That's devastating. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk Tiger King, which is the hottest thing on the net. Dude, I've been waiting. I've been That's waiting. Right. With Tampa Bay radio personality, Brody, it's going to be hot right here on the 2B Blood Podcast. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's Carol at Big Cat Rescue. White men great till they gotta be eight. I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% that bitch. Carol fucking Baskin. Yeah, I got boy problems. That's a human in me. Bling, bling. Then I saw the winning can of sardines. Should've had a bad bitch. Not the middle. Pigeons in my big cats, both are brittle. You supposed to hold me down, but you're holding me back. Now that's the sound. Duck your bones when they crack. Look, why men great till they gotta be eight? Don't test me, tell us straight to my face. Best friends have me down in the salon chair. Said he's rich, get him out of your hair. Fresh photo with the bomb lighting. Fed you to my pet like a Viking. Truth hurts, yeah, the money sounds exciting. Bam, bam, beat em, beat em, go away. That's that bitch, can't fucking basket. Shutting down the city is the number one to be blunt with Peasy. To be blunt podcast, we are back. The blood is lit, baby. Back up the cookie gelato. Gelato cookies. I don't remember what it was. Cookie gelato or gelato cookies? I think it was gelato cookies. One or the other. One or the other. One or the other. Here we are. We are back, baby. QB Blood Podcast. Thank you to everybody tuning in. The chat's popping off. I love it. And right now, we got to talk the hottest thing right now in, in all, all of the internet. And that is the most epic of Netflix documentaries. It was my favorite. Well, second favorite one all time. It was Tiger King. And to join us to discuss Tiger King, I'm going to bring yeah. in another radio personality, Brody from Tampa. Hey, Brody, what's up, man? What up, man? What's up? What up, man? Long time. Long time. For those of you who don't know the story, I met Brody years ago, probably 2008 or nine, when I was interning over at yeah. Clear Channel. Okay. Brody was running the night show over there, and he took me under his wing. So every night he'd be on, I would show up there. We'd go in. And like he'd run the show, and I'd be sitting in, just hanging out, doing funny observing, shit, observing, observing, learning, learning, you know, getting lit, whatever it might be, yeah, you know, doing what you do best. <laughs> this, this that BMW has some stories, man. Dude, that we <laughs> spent a lot of time in that BMW before we went on the show on the yeah. air. <laughs> oh yeah, a lot of stories. So that's the backstory into this. So now 
we got to talk about Tiger King. I mean, yeah, I'm down here, man. Tampa. This is where where it's all going down. Apparently, that's what I'm saying. That's I mean, where Carol Baskin lives, right. right? Right in your area. She was in Orlando, I think. That the, bitch, uh, Carol Baskins. Yeah, she's the big cat <laughs> rescue. Yeah, she actually that that place. I live in St. Petersburg, which is like ten miles. It's just over the bridge of Tampa, and um, that place, the Big Cat Rescue, is only maybe like fifteen twenty minutes from me, north. That's it. And there she is with her meat grinder. <laughs> what the? <laughs> yeah, she she is a crazy bitch. I think the one thing I got out of that whole documentary is she killed her husband. That's the one thing you got yeah. out of that documentary. Like for me, that's what's yeah. the most. I mean, did you guys see O.J. Simpson said that she killed him? Oh, <laughs> she called it said, really? it Tiger okay. Sashimi. Yeah, Tiger Sashimi. <laughs> tiger Sashimi. Yeah, so you know what's crazy down here? The, the sheriff, uh, Chad Cronister is his name, and he's always in the media, and he watched it too. And now he opened. He didn't open up the case since it's already been open, but now he's getting leads again. He asked for leads on the internet, on Instagram. Yeah, I saw he's that like, hey, video. Yeah, yeah. He got eight leads the other day. He got eight different ones. Who knows? Who knows if it's from like Joe Exotic in jail? And then you but, got you Cardi know. B starting a GoFundMe page to get Joe Exotic out of prison. <coughs> what? Uh, you didn't hear about this? <laughs> what? Yeah, man. Coronavirus. <laughs> oh my Ow. god. Oh man. What? So did you guys? One thing real quick, when you guys were watching, did you all watch it? Did you all watch every episode or what? I watched every episode in one sitting. I think it was like close to four hours. <laughs> it took me a couple days. Right. It took me a couple days. And I've seen nothing yet. I've, I've, I'm like failing oh, life, I guess. Uh, Scott. I was just hooked what by all the crazy personalities for? within the show. I mean, I mean you have mm-hmm. Joe Exotic, who's like the star of the show. And he does all these crazy country music parodies talking about killing that bitch. Dude, you know? can we, can we have, we, I don't mean to interrupt you, but do you really think that's him singing? I mean, people are starting to say now it's not, but you don't know. Or is this like a Millie Vanilli gimmick? That's sassy. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I think Brody agrees. It's totally. Well, hey, hey, he's doing what he can, man. He can't sing. So why not? If he's got a little bit of money that he got from people petting his tigers and stuff then he's gonna pay someone get it done and lip sync man he wanted to be famous you know that's really what it comes Uh, down to i think he had the bug he had the itch and he screwed his mom over the hardest out of this whole thing she ended up getting fucked financially it was terrible well yeah Uh, one quick thing uh peasy sorry man uh when you guys uh, were watching did you see like the nebraska avenue memes or anything like that no, I haven't seen any of Nebraska Avenue memes yet. All right, you might start seeing them where she goes in the beginning of the show. She goes, I was just taking a stroll along Nebraska Avenue just that night because my husband threw a potato at me, if you remember that. Oh, that's right. Anyway, that was like from like the first episode. Yeah, she was crying, and he passed her several times begging to get in. I'm from Tampa. Yeah. Like the Tampa area grew up here. Nebraska Avenue is where all the hookers are. She's not going down a stroll. Just, oh, no. Oh, She's hooking, damn, man. That's dude. I, wait a really? second. See, I didn't even know this that. This is breaking news. This I is didn't huge. Know yeah. This is huge. I mean, this is, I mean, where is he going to get news like this? I had no clue. I had no clue that this was the Hooker Avenue. This is like the red light district of Tampa. What? Well, yeah. That's it's, the it's ultimate. Like country, too, man, a little bit. Carol Baskin had the ultimate come up. She was turning tricks one second. 
Next thing you know, she's this queen of tigers and then kills her husband, takes his fortune, <laughs> marries yeah. some dude she can enslave and hold by a chain as he gra- Which was dress- nuts, dresses bro. up in cat suits. I mean, this chick was unbelievable. Well, there it is, man. I think it started like that, like because Nebraska is not for any wholesome wife running down the road with no shoes on. <laughs> Dude, see, I had no clue. This this turns like a whole new leaf in the story now. Yeah, she was, you know? she was no. a hoe. I didn't know she was even running the tricks, bro. What? And like, then some millionaire came up, got her for a night. You know, she even said, oh, I... I just spent the night with him that night. Like, it's she. Yeah, man. That's the first thing I thought. I was like, Nebraska Avenue. I didn't even think of that. I don't even know about Nebraska yeah, Avenue. But even if you didn't, you kind of almost can see that. Even if Nebraska Avenue wasn't a hot spot. But since it's a hot spot, it's pretty obvious. She was a hoe. Yeah. <laughs> so not only is she a murderer, <laughs> she's a hoe, too. <laughs> what? Dude, what? Oh man! Yeah, you know what? Here's my new my new theory in life is uh, cat people are kind of weird anyway. But like the bigger the cat, the weirder they are now. <laughs> oh, for one hundred percent. I mean, listen, Joe Exotic. Okay, Scott, you don't even know this. So I'm explaining to you. This guy, right? Who's got the tigers? He literally married two straight men, and he's gay as shit. No shame at all. And it's great. He just, he's like, oh, yeah, he said he knew he was gay since he was a kid, which is fine. We know whatever. But he, the dude was, was pimping so much that he managed to take two straight men and marry them. Yeah, <laughs> but he, he had a sick way about it. You'd find dudes that were like in prison or getting out of prison or in a lot of trouble. It was like their last avenue was to come live with him. They were drug addicts. He would feed them drugs. He basically was like, you have to marry me or you got to get out. And they chose to marry him. So you're so yeah. So That's what it made it seem like. He got him hooked on the meth, on the meth and the crack, the heroin, whatever it was, and then yeah. made it so they couldn't leave because they wouldn't be able to get their fix. Yep, it's fucking nuts. And bro. they were already at rock bottom when you <laughs> scooped them up. It's fucking nuts. Dude, I only thought about watching the show. Now I know I have to watch it. <laughs> Dude, I don't know Scott how you have never seen the show. It's literally, Brody. What was your first impression when you started watching the show? Like you got through episode one. Like what was your first impression? I, you know, my first impression was I kind of liked Joe Exotic for a little bit. You know, I was like, this guy's really entertaining. I wish he kind of had his own show, and I want one of those jackets. But- <laughs> uh, the paramedic bombers. Dude, <laughs> the paramedic jacket. He, I'm going to tell my kids, that's that meme. I'm going to tell my kids he's the one that uh, solved coronavirus. <laughs> Dude, and... And, and like that's it. So now, with like when I finished the first episode, I couldn't even. I like was so dumbfounded by the level of intelligence I was going to deal with for the next like few episodes. And like I was almost turned off. Where I was like, "All right, this is going to be dumb, stupid. No matter how high I get, I couldn't." Like the first episode was just like boring. It was a lot of backstory, which is fine. But then once they started de- getting into it and introducing the other, you know, keepers. And and the intertwined story that led to you know not only the main character Joe Exotic that you started to like end up in jail, then you find out the the his rival, Doc Antle, <laughs> or Jeff uh, Jeff Lowe, the dude that conned him into giving him his whole zoo, and then he snitched on him to the FBI. <laughs> that anyways. was it, yeah. Like he went through some shit, bro. He tried to be sneaky and he failed, but everybody else around him was just making like making off on it. 
you know, because he was like, I don't know, dude. It, Scott, you have you literally have to see. I don't know how the hell you haven't seen any episodes of this yet. All right, well that's gonna be my agenda. I know it's not like I know it's not Raw or SmackDown, but Jesus, dude, like we need you to get <laughs> up the picture here. I know, I know. Well, there's a lot of wrestling to still watch, and I have to watch it before the podcast. So, one of my favorite characters was the producer of the show, who was like, uh, he produced I think 60 minutes or some shit in the past, but this was like his retirement plan. He called it. He was the one shooting the, the camera the whole time, and uh, Joe Exotic just burned the whole garage with the alligators with all the studio footage they shot for, like, years and years and years and years. So, and didn't they say those alligators were Michael Jackson's alligators or something? Yeah, he yeah, did say so, some yeah. shit like that. I mean, I don't know how much truth there is to that, but... That's where all the footage was, man. I felt so bad for this producer that just put his whole retirement on this guy. He got fucked, burned the whole place up. Yeah, but, I mean, look look what's come of it. Like, the, the, whoever produced this fucking show is making so much money right now because that's literally all America's talking about is coronavirus and Tiger King. I know. The, the, it's he, the ultimate distraction from coronavirus. The studio already bought the rights of it because The Rock said he tried to buy it after he finished it. <laughs> the and, Rock? Yeah, and they were already bought. So he's like, fuck it. <laughs> what? But he the did Rock? It. Yeah, he said he was watching Tiger King. Everybody's been watching it. I mean, the whole world. It's insane. Yeah. It's insane. I mean. <laughs> you're stuck home. There's nothing to do. It, listen, yeah. if, if you watch Tiger King and you're, and you're tuning in, definitely give us a call. 860-347-110. Like, I want to know what the listeners think, too. I mean, this literally... I cannot even open a social media app without coming across three memes in less than 60 seconds about Tiger King. I mean, yeah, our, man, our parody is still up. funny, and they're still funny. The parody Everyone we did. wrote for this was based off the, the three memes that we seen yesterday. I know, and they get funnier and funnier every time I open my phone. Usually I get tired of them quick. Dude, but it's always different. Like, yeah. You saw the one with Donald Trump, yo? Donald Trump is Joe Exotic? No, I, oh, saw, I, I saw that picture. I saw the whole Hogan oh, one. God, no, <laughs> the Hogan one was funny too. No, dude. Oh my god, insane, yo, insane. It's sweeping the nation, Tiger King, baby, and and this is it can't be stopped. I don't see an end to this, bro. We could buy, we could buy a cameo drop from any of them for one fifty. Shut They're the all fuck famous. up. Yeah, I so got you, an email. So for one fifty, we can get Joe Doc, Exotic, Doc Antle. No, you can get Doc Antle, Jeff uh, Rowe. Uh, of course, Jeff Joe's Rowe. in jail. Of course. But, dude, could we get Carol? No, she's not on there. I wish. Be I, want, I want her to say, oh hey, God. cool cats and kittens. Well, we just stole that anyways. <laughs> so, right, that shit was free. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, Brody, thank you for joining us, bro. I really appreciate having you yeah. on. And uh, keep in that touch, fun, yo. Man. Yeah, we got to do this again. We got to do this again. Hey. Quick question: What do you guys feel about uh, Tom Brady coming to the Bucks? Oh, Great move, dude! Championship quality team instantly. Absolutely, with Godwin uh, and Mike Evans, he's going to look good. Yeah, I know you must We're be pretty excited. excited. We'll see what happens. Well, Tampa Bay's got everything going on for them, huh? I know, dude. To once he well, signed with Tampa, WrestleMania. aside from WrestleMania, yes. dude. And what about that WrestleMania? <laughs> was going to be a huge weekend for them. I mean, you guys must have had all kinds of stuff planned at the station for that, right? I mean, you probably would have had all the guys up in there. We were, yeah, we had Hulk Hogan in the studio. Um, wow. We have them all; like they live around here. And yeah, he'd, yeah, he'd be going gonna in the Hall of Fame like right time, now. Man. It'd be tonight. Hall of Fame would be tonight. It would have yeah. been tonight. It would have been Thursday. Yeah. Wow. My God. My God. The world's come changed, down for man. Super Bowl. 
That's right. It's the, it's going to be there either way. So <laughs> that's true. Well, the yeah. Super Bowl. Hopefully, we, at least we get that. You know, that's the storybook ending for Tom Brady's career is go to Tampa Bay, be the first dude to bring his team and win a Super Bowl at the home stadium. Well, the storybook ending. We need to have an NFL season first. It'll happen. It better happen. It's too much money in it, man. Yeah, I hope Don't so. make it happen. They play in the winter. No problem. It's an all weather game. I mean, this is true. They could. And the NBA is waiting for the NFL. You know, like they don't want to go when the NFL is playing. The NBA doesn't want to be playing at the same time because the NFL overtakes all ratings for sports. This it's is just true. the way it is. It's true. Yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. But I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen. The dynamic, and especially the Patriots. Like, what? Are, like, what are they going to do next? Like that. They haven't even played their cards yet. You know, the Patriots. Yeah, they're going to Super Bowl, man. What? Yeah. No. Definitely. Well, I want to see what the Patriots are like without Tom Brady, man. Yeah, that's what Stevie. I mean. I mean, what do you think? It's, you think they're going to be at the Super Bowl after Tom Brady left? I don't know. They do have to. Uh, I mean, they're, they're in the NFC now, so we'll see. Is there? Do we know? He's got to play the Panthers and the Falcons and the Saints twice. The NFC South. Listen, if anyone could do it, it's Brady. And Falcons he's gotta, are washed. He's got a killer team behind him. Panthers bro. are washed. He's got a killer team in Tampa, bro. You guys, you guys literally have a killer team. Like and they had a good, yeah. they had a good year last good. year and and I think Brady's got to put them over the edge. Yeah, they were right there. I if think James he might be right. Didn't throw all those picks. No, I know I'm right. Trust me, it's happening. What do you do? Forty picks, something like that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He led the league in touchdowns, yards, but and picks. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, they were close in a lot of those games. So we'll see what happens, man. But I think Tom Brady is a nice piece there. We'll see if he could do he, it. Did you see he's uh, he's uh, staying in Derek Jeter's house? That's what we just heard today. Derek Jeter's yeah, house. He bought man the Jeter Mansion. Are you oh. staying there? <laughs> yeah. This is all news. I didn't know this. It, depending on the news story, but uh, yeah, look it up, Peas man. That's a it's a nice house. I'm gonna check that out, dude. I'm gonna check that out. I didn't even know that. <laughs> Derek Jeter. We love Derek Jeter up here. <laughs> you know. I feel bad for the birthday boy, man, with Corona shit going on. Happy birthday. Uh, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, there's, you know. Trust me, by the time 730 comes, the Scott's going to be fucking wrecked. I guarantee it. <laughs> guarantee it. He literally, like, did you see the size of that moonshine bottle? Scott, hold it up again for him to see. Damn. That came over the house full last night. And we made oh, some parodies man. for today's show, and that's what's left. Yeah. And you know who had yeah, two big-ass glasses? The Scott. The <laughs> so trust me, he's gonna get now, lit. It's perfect time to watch Tiger King. Exactly, exactly. Thanks for tuning in, man. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna get to a little blood talk right here on the Two B Blood Podcast. Whether you're looking for laughs, now he's throwing chairs and he's saying elbow shots, but after throwing them, he's like, uh, "Fuck you, Marco Scott." Looking for surprises. Or simply looking to get lit with some of your friends. Ooh, let's get ready to smoke it. Then tune in to Two B Blunt with PZ Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time live on Facebook and Two B Podcast.com. Hit up the IG or Facebook. We got more exclusives on the way. More exclusive. Less coronavirus. The first thing I turn on. To Be Blunt Podcast. To Be Blunt Podcast. We are back. Big ups to Brody. 
coming in to talk about Tiger King and giving us exclusives that I had no clue about Nebraska Avenue is going to change the game. Yeah, I might have to go back and rewatch it again now, knowing this information. <laughs> I might have a new light on this. It's not a bad idea. You know? It's looking like it's going to be in place. That's right. To be blunt podcast. Phone lines are open. 860-384-7110. I hear Bob Thorpe out here on the face, but talking a big game, saying it's the perfect time to stump the Scott. But he doesn't have the balls to call in. Yeah, know? if anyone wants to call in, what call eight in. by ten. That's right, Bob. Why don't you call in? I got signed eight by tens. I got like Mark Henry. I got the Hardys. I got Eve Torres. Eric I, I, I got Bischoff. I got PCO. I got a whole bunch. Dude. I'm saying PCO? we're ready to go here. Is PCO he still, is he still Ring of Honor champion? <laughs> is he? A, I remember is, you were uh, pumped one week week as he was. Right? I'll be honest with you. Technically, it's a Jean Pierre Lafitte photo, but oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and that's when we're gonna cross it off. The phones ain't ringing, Scott, so no one can think they can stop the sky, which is fine because we got a lot to get into. It's time to get blunt with our listeners. Which is actually really upsetting, dude, because I'm looking at right now a roach. A fucking roach, bro. So I think what might have to happen is I might need the Scott's assistance. Scott, can you grab me the bong on the table and the weed in the tray? Just bring the whole tray over. All right. That's right. That's right. Because we can't get blunt without at least smoking something, right? Right, Frank? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Gotta, gotta, get gotta get in on this shit. The Scott. Oh, here we go. Oh my God! What? Thank you, Scott. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone wants to call in and sing Scott Happy Birthday, we got the background music queued up for you. If somebody calls in and, and wants to wish Scott Happy Birthday, I will definitely, definitely let it fly. That would be epic. Let me hit the bong real quick. Right. I think you're gonna need to pack that. You're on duty. My man. My man. Woo! And right here on Blood Talk, we're about to, let, we're about to smoke out. <coughs> See, there it is. <coughs> oh. oh, boy. Anybody tuning in, baby. Phone lines are open. 860-347-110. The first thing we got to talk about is... A revolutionary product, Scott, that Frank introduced to me online. We're bullshitting on a text message, all right? And all of a sudden, I get a link to a video, the Vice video, with my man, two chains, full bracelets, two chains, full bracelets. All right, all right, okay. And uh, it's probably, it's. I think it was most expensive. This is like one of his shows on um, Vice, right? Okay. That's correct. Thank you. So, anyways, so basically, he's in there and it's explained to our product, and it's like it's a Bluetooth sex product. It's basically right? the most expensive sex That's toy. Right. It's an interactive sex toy by designer Kiro, right? This is a tool that they claimed would help couples practicing social distancing or long distance relationships on an intimate level. You know, right now some couples might be. You know, not, you know, able to have sex, whatever it might be, you know, that's right to me. You know, shit happens. People are getting sick. So this is supposed to be the way to go. And it's called the Fleshlight Launch. 
All right, it's a fully automated male masturbator that syncs seamlessly with adult content, Scott. Wireless, Bluetooth, USB rechargeable, up to 180 strokes per minute. <laughs> that's right. That's if you can so get to 180 crazy. strokes in a minute, <laughs> that's an applause. That's three strokes a second. That's that's, that's impressive, right. bro. And it also, it syncs the webcam and VR, right? And this is where it helps couples. It will pair with your lover, your lover's Bluetooth-enabled toy, right? So Kiro produces a, a wide range of interactive, you know, uh, sex toys. So say your um, your wife's on a business trip. Okay, she's got her vibrator, but it's Bluetooth-enabled, wireless, wireless, wireless Wi-Fi. Wireless Wi-Fi yeah. yeah. So right. So basically, you have your the male part and the female part. So whatever she's doing happens on the other end with this thing. So it, it takes this product and it just it like goes with the strokes. <laughs> I'm watching this video, dude, and I was literally, I lost it, Scott. I lost (laughs) it. It's a great idea, man. That's that's a million-dollar idea right there. Yeah, it is. Right? It really is a million-dollar idea. idea. I mean, you think about it. How many people are in long-distance relationships? Yeah, And so, I mean, with social distancing right now. Dude, yeah. I mean, I was thinking about buying it. Still am. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. right. You said you might even look into that. I did. Re- I, I did some, some I review. Did, yeah, I did some uh, reviews. You did some reviews? Well, I just you know, read the features more, how it syncs to like actual porns too, even if so, it goes to the stroke of like the woman in the virtual porn is doing to you. It's kind of weird, but I would use it just to use the uh, significant other part. Really? I mean, it's social distancing, bro. I mean, the wrist, is, wrist and forearms are getting tired. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> You're also very true. So but it, sex with no risk is basically what it is. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you right now. This is going to be, this is as epic as it's going to get. I'm, I'm going to let the people know, all right, what's good. What are you going to do? I think I'm able to. I feel like I'm able to share my screen, though. It's not letting me do it. Oh, sure. I can. Yeah, I will, because I wanted the people to see it, you know? Oh, 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 oh. That's it. Maybe it's the video content itself that Facebook is not allowing you to post. There it is. No, no, this is great. <laughs> this is great. So now, right, so watch. This is, this is what I'm talking about. All right, Scott, you got you to see this. Uh, uh, so as long as you connect to Bluetooth with, so, oh, fuck, I'm sorry. Oh my god! It's like I can take a load to the face on camera, but I can't talk about it. Fucking. Thing. Don't worry about my facial expressions. That's just me. <laughs> just real strong. Perfect. I'll give you a snippet of this. What the hell is this right here, sugar? Now tell people what you got some digital box. This thing honestly <laughs> makes me wish I had a dick. Oh, the man put his penis in you? Okay, so yeah, so you're gonna stick. Obviously, this is the fleshlight. Are you familiar with what the fleshlight is? It's a pocket pussy. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That's confusing. It's so sorry. Uh, One 
these yeah. guys probably here look like they got a pussy in their pocket. Two chains is the fucking best though. Right? Well, you just. Well, I mean, I don't think you can fit this in your pocket. It's kind of big, but. Nah, that's a book bag. The <laughs> <laughs> flashlight product has several different textures, different moldings from porn stars. I wish I knew where it was where she starts using the damn thing. I have one personally. If somebody want to hit Kimmy, they have an imprint of your. Vaginal canal. Yeah. Yeah. Molding of my vaginal canal. Yeah. I'm dying. Asshole. <laughs> asshole. Let's just say you have a girlfriend and she's out of town. These two products can connect. And this is where it gets Every interesting. Stroke that she makes inside of herself, <laughs> you will feel from the toy oh, itself. It's compatible like that. It's compatible like that. <laughs> Slides in. Look at it. Look at it. it moves. Now she starts moving it. Faster, harder. Yo, you got. I mean, crazy. This is insane. This is literally what's happening. This is what's happening. No fucking lie. And to me, that is might be the like the biggest technology that can come at this point, yo. I don't even know. I can't even stop laughing. I live. No, two chains though. Just, just, just him in the video alone's worth it. Bro. All those videos of two chains are money, man. His facial reactions are so good. They are. They're amazing, bro. They're amazing. You know. And uh, two people on podcast. I hope if you're listening, you're enjoying yourself. If you're stuck inside, this is the place to be. RTFSportsNetwork.com and of course streaming live on our Facebook. If you're watching the videos up, in in uplifting news. Tech companies are going out of their way to help to make the those stuck inside a little less painful, right? So you got, for example, now TikTok, bro, which you know is like my favorite app, Jay. Did you see my new video posted today? No! Yeah, the one where you're outside work, the yeah. drops from the roof. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. That was good. That shit's fucking yeah, money. That was good. I love TikTok, too. I just wish I was wanted to create more of them. It's the only way to do it, yo. So TikTok. They're doing a happy at home initiative, right? So what they do is they're taking famous celebrities and artists, well-known musicians, comedians, actors, exe- you know, etc., to live stream daily for our entertainment. Yeah, I'm actually good right now. Well, excuse the fuck out of me. <laughs> <coughs> All right. If you want. <coughs> oh, man. I don't want that to happen. <laughs> All right, TikTok. I can explain by TikTok. The gold initiative is to share a bit of levity, provide some comfort, and embrace, you know, the responsibility we have to do the right thing by staying inside and staying home and stopping the spread. So every night at 5 p.m., you can go on TikTok, and there's a, a, a plethora of artists that are live that you can, you know, enjoy. That's your thing. YouTube also is going doing their thing because they're eating up so much network bandwidth right now. That they're actually reducing streaming quality just enough to help lessen the network strain. So, like, people might think that's a bad thing, but it's not going to be noticeable. But at the same time, because so many people are home just literally watching YouTube, there's only, like, so much bandwidth that they can withhold. True that, You know? They're not prepared to have these many people at home using it at the same time. I wasn't even thinking, like, when this is all happening, not only just YouTube, but just the Internet itself. It could possibly break because everyone's home using it. That's right. Like, PlayStation Network or... Netflix. I was, you know, I was thinking those could crash as well. That's right, exactly. And then Instagram is also doing their bit to help. And what they're doing is they have started. When I wish we knew this this past week, bro, because we've probably watched the same videos, the live shots for a minute now. They launched a new feature to help users stay connected during lockdowns, 
And they go ahead and uh, they called it like a watch with us, I think. Or, um, yeah, I think it's watch with us. And what it is is you can have multiple people watching the same video and like a party. Really? Yeah. So we could have been watching that little John set the other night. And a private party? <laughs> and a private, yeah. And a Damn. private, yeah. And we could have video chatted while we were watching the video. Damn, I've been like chatting through the fucking actual i know me too posting mad comments for yeah. no reason the same you know so is that where you like video chat like they got the whatever's going on in the middle and then they have everybody else like kind of around the no you probably i don't know i honestly i haven't used this guy oh, i don't okay. know i don't know they just announced it it's a new it's a new thing they're doing it's a new video chat feature it's gonna be great it's gonna be great bro and so like, at least they're doing their part you know in the whole thing as far as what it takes to stop the spread and help everybody stay at home. I thought that was right. a nice uplifting yeah, thing. Man. Absolutely. Wait, tech companies are going away. The shit you use every day and what they're trying to do to help. The thing I've been most impressed with and it's been helping me is the musical artist. How many of them have been going live? Bro. It's I just mean, been like unbelievable. I feel like every day is a new festival. Between the DJ Paul set I watched the other night and Lil John from last night. Lil John went eight hours, bro. I would do that bump to that work all day. He went two on double XL and six on his regular page. I literally bumped it all day on my on my phone, and it was just straight. I just kept my phone plugged in, and I, I let his yeah. whole set spin. It was, it was met. I was getting mad crunk at work for no reason, yo. He just mad started to sob on my knob challenge. You peeped that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> he just get drunk when it get crazy. Yeah, crazy. he was li- at that point. He was already so far gone, bro. Yeah, like twenty minutes before that, he was like, "Fuck, I'm drunk." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, after watching all the videos, bro, I want. I feel like I want to get like a. Like a like a DJ controller. You should, dude. I feel like I want to learn. I like I want to learn how to DJ now. Oh my god, well, P, uh, PZ DJ parties. Yeah, well, our sets. You know, he'll be live, live be making, from the studio. He'll be making the for the show. Well, this shit, bro. Is- <laughs> yeah. Yo, I think that'd be sick, you bro. You could spin the podcast. I could spin the podcast while I host the podcast. And you can make little sample beats like DJ Paul does when he DJs, and all the <laughs> other DJs do. And dude. I, I, was, I, I, I swear to God, I was looking online today, and I was like, "You can get a nice DJ controller for like under two hundred bucks." And I'm like, idea. "And I'm like, oh, oh, something new." Oh, wait a second, we're gonna need a bigger table. <laughs> we sure are. Two people on podcast. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Jim, the <laughs> I knew it. I swear to God, as soon as the phone rang. I said in my head, I said, this is definitely going to be Jim. <laughs> and I don't know why I thought that, but I just, I did. I fucking knew it. I knew it. What's up, Jim? How can I? What's how, up, Jim? How thanks for calling it? in. You're, you're very welcome. I want to do two, two things. I want to add to um, the positivity that you're talking about. Uh, and then two, uh, I want to uh, sing uh, the Scott happy birthday. You want to sing um, the Scott happy birthday. You ready? Are you positive about this? Uh, yes, dude. He's going to sing happy birthday. I, do you need music for this? Or are you going to just acapella, acapella this? Acapella or you want the music? I, I, it's your podcast. I mean, what do you think, Jay? Cue the music. Cue the fucking music? Cue okay. the music. Okay. Hopefully the band was okay on YouTube today. <laughs> uh Happy birthday. Right. 
Rendition of happy birthday, a personal touch for the Scott. And just so everybody knows, with this pandemic, you're supposed to be washing your hands for the amount of time it takes you to sing happy birthday twice. So just play back our podcast and fast forward to the happy birthday gimmick and just watch till he drops. <laughs> that was the most amazing thing. I wish I could go back in time to do it again. <laughs> oh my god! Yo, what is in those gelato cookies? Oh yo? my god! <laughs> no, no, <laughs> you can't stop laughing. off the rails. We're in trouble. SOS red alert. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, Jim! What was the second thing you wanted to do? <laughs> I completely forgot. Uh, no, I just, I, Frank. I don't, I, I don't know if you're going to do a sports segment or not today, but uh, I just wanted to say that uh, that even your hated New England Patriots, Rob Robert Kraft, just flew in 1.2 million dollar uh, million uh, face masks for uh, all the people. Yeah, that are on I the saw that. Line. Yep, I saw that. The Patriots uh, playing. So I just wanted to say that, uh, you know, they're doing their part. Uh, and I think you guys are doing a great job. And, yeah, this is day I don't know what is uh, me stuck in my, my house. Uh, and so, yeah, the, Thursday at 6 o'clock is uh, really, really crucial to me. Well, thanks, man. We're glad that you're listening. And thanks for having me. And I got it, man. Great. It was a, you know, <laughs> it was my birthday wish for Scott. And got it. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, Jim. Appreciate it, man. You guys have a great night. You too. You too. Peace. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just <laughs> that was amazing. That was amazing. I just gotta get a couple headlines in real quick, yo, because I didn't get to do anything last week. It was fucked up. So I just run a couple by you, a couple real gems. That I came across. And the first one is this headline. And it reads, Man trying to teach his dog how to drive. Jailed after 109 mile per hour per least mile per hour police oh. chest. Oh god. Yo. Oh my oh Alright. I see you can blame your farts on the dog, but you're gonna blame your 109 mile speed limit Listen <laughs> on the dog? With the streets emptied by the coronavirus shutdown, all right, some felt the time was right to live out their street racing fantasies, all right? Others, such as one Lakewood, Washington man, saw this as an opportunity to teach an inexperienced driver. In this case, it was his fucking dog. <laughs> okay. How is that even possible? So authorities in Washington, they received multiple 911 calls reporting an erratic driver who had hit two cars, stopping on neither occasion... To exchange information and neither crash. So it is hit and run. Straight up. They intercepted the driver who then attempted to outrun state troopers by driving his car on Buick Park Avenue absolutely recklessly. 
forcing authorities to chase the sedan at speeds of up to 109 miles per hour. You said hit and run. It sounds more like a hit and rough. Hit. <laughs> the piece is going to laugh for about 10 minutes. What happened to the dog? <laughs> but what happened to the dog? So, Was there uh, actually a dog in the car? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So seeking into the chase before putting you know the rest of the public at risk, a trooper drew even with the sedan, and after a glance inside, he noticed a pit bull in the driver's seat. And the master steering the vehicle from the side passenger seat. <laughs> oh my god, I swear to god, just when you think I can't get any crazier. It does right here on the 2B Blunt podcast. One more. We're not going to go to the serious shit, so what I'm going to say here New BBBC, BBC documentary says dolphins are displaying behaviors that look a lot like getting stoned underwater. That's right. But you never thought you'd hear that one before. Puff Puff Pass might not be an etiquette that is only used by humans, but apparently, according to a BBC documentary, also could be dolphins. A Puff Puff Pass routine. That's right. While smoking a joint can be difficult underwater, especially for operating a lighter, I would say, you know, with the fin, right. not nonetheless with a fin, you know, this documentary, they suggest that they're using other sea creatures to get high. In this example, they found the dolphins passing around a puffer fish. <laughs> okay. No, Dude, no fucking lie. I guess that's really? why it's called a puffer fish. And you know, puffer fish is the poisonous. Yeah. They're, po- they're poisonous. I love puffer fish. So they would pass it around and then they start, you know, exhibiting some strange behaviors afterwards, right? They toy with the puffer fish, passing it around to each other. Then they seem to, you know, experimenting with the taste or texture, perhaps puffing it for a toxic chemical that it uses to ward off predators. But either way, after they do it, the dolphins start to act fucking stoned, bro. <laughs> Straight up. This is literally something you could find online. This was a real documentary on BBC. No lie. Wow. No lie. It was called Dolphins Spy in the Pod. Was this the whole documentary based on that? Or there was just a small snippet of it? No, I mean, it was a part of the documentary. Yeah, yeah. No, but definitely you should check it out. Check it out. You know, 100%. Let's get into a little sports with Frank Knox right here on the 2B Blood Podcast. When it comes to sports, there's only one man for the job. The best analysis in the game right here from the 2B Blood Newsroom. It's Frank Knox. So, it looks like UFC 249 is still going to happen, but the opponents are going to be a little different. It's not going to be Ferguson versus Khabib. Because Khabib has now said he's stuck in Russia. The borders are closed. And, you know, I'm sure they're not going to go fight in Russia. I doubt Putin's going to allow that. Right, right. Absolutely not. And he's not going to be coming to America. So it looks like the show is going to go on. And then I guess a guy named Justin Gaethje is going to step up and fight Ferguson in the main event. It's going to be in front of nobody. Um, we don't know where, Nobody. but Dana White, Dana White still insists it's happening. Rumors had said it's the Performance Center. I wouldn't be surprised if it was or where AEW wrestles, somewhere like that. I think it can't be now, though. I think uh, State of Florida now has put a kibosh on anything. Everything? Yeah. 
So they'll probably pop up shot somewhere. I mean, maybe they'll bring back backyard fighting. Who knows? Back- I oh, it. wow. <laughs> Old Kimbo Slice. Oh, wow. Oh, dude, those were the greatest videos, dude. Remember just watching videos of Kimbo Slice knocking loved, motherfuckers out in the backyards? It, loved it. Loved it. Dude, that was the sickest so, shit. So, yeah, I guess the fight's still going to go on. I think it's stupid, but hey, they still want to make money any way they can. So the biggest news for me is uh, a couple days ago, ESPN announced that there's going to be a players-only NBA tournament. 16 players going to be on live ESPN, but not in real life, against my number one game of choice to play, NBA 2K. So we got 16 guys from the league playing in this tournament. They're going to be live streaming their games against each other. It's going to be like tournament style. Right. And you got Kevin Durant. Trey Young, Hassan Whiteside, Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, Andre Drummond, who's from Middletown, Connecticut, so represent. Uh, Zach Levine, Montrez Harrell, DeMontis Sabonis, DeAndre Ayton, DeMarcus Cousins, Michael Porter Jr., Patrick Beverly, Harrison Barnes, and Derek Jones Jr., so are you going to issue an open challenge to whoever wins this? Because uh, you've yeah, been pretty I vocal. Yeah, I have that open challenge open. <laughs> I mean, it's still open. But yeah, two of the guys that were diagnosed with the coronavirus are going to be on this tournament, Kevin Durant and Donovan Mitchell. Wow. So I'm sure everyone's going to be rooting for them. Uh, in this tournament, I'm going Andre Drummond because he's from our hometown. So I'm going to go with the hometown guy. Smart move. And hopefully my guy shows out and wins the tournament for Middletown. And uh, hey. But anyways, WrestleMania is this weekend. But there's a little pre-show that is going to be on Twitch that Bleacher Report's putting out. It's going to be a 30-man, over-the-top Royal Rumble with only NBA superstars. It's going to be simulated. It's probably going to be about, I don't know how long it takes, 40 minutes. So you're going to see the likes of like LeBron James, James Harden, uh, Kemba Walker, all the biggest NBA players, Durant. And it's going to be 30-man, over-the-top. Royal nice. Rumble, Saturday Stacked. at 4 p.m. on Twitch. And the gaming world is taking over sports, man. Esports is the new way to get your sports these days. It's the, it's the only, only way to get way. your sports these days. Now, Let's be honest so they're here. Gonna, they're going to do a Royal Rumble match. Are they creating like themselves? Yeah, no, they're creating the actual players. Okay. So, so like, LeBron will play as yeah, LeBron. As in a, in a gimmick LeBron. I don't know how they're going to do it yet. <laughs> they haven't released it, but it's going to be like their faces. All right. That sounds awesome. So maybe the players are going to be involved a little bit in this there. I mean, they're home. They got nothing to do. I would if I was one of them. So maybe they all get to live out their gimmick. Yeah, maybe. Wow. 30 men over the top Saturday before Gronk, <laughs> you know, host uh, Royal, do a Rumble. Royal Rumble pool just for this. But hey, we didn't get a March Madness tournament this year, but ESPN put on a March Madness tournament for the 64 greatest college basketball players called the GOAT Tournament. And the finals came down to Michael Jordan versus Larry Bird. And my guy, Michael Jordan, took it all home. Michael Jordan, Michael of course Jordan, he would. I mean, he's the GOAT. the GOAT. The GOAT. He is the GOAT. He's the GOAT. There's other players, but hey, man, WrestleMania, big weekend. No one's going to be watching. So I was just sitting home thinking, it's all, man, WrestleMania weekend. I'm really not going to want to watch this garbage. <laughs> so then I was like reminiscing on some of my favorite WrestleMania <laughs> moments of all time. And I thought, what better show... Leading up to WrestleMania to deliver my Frank Knox top five WrestleMania moments of all time. Right here? Right here. Right now. Right all now. right. Wow. Right here on the 2B Bluff Podcast. Frank Knox top 
five. Frank Knox top five. Frank Knox top five. Frank Knox top five. Frank Knox top five. Frank Knox top five. Frank Knox top five. Ladies and gentlemen. This is your Frank Knox Top 5 WrestleMania Moments, number 5. Number 5. WrestleMania 3, we're talking uh, Hulk Hogan slamming Andre the Giant. Wow. Number 4. Number 4, man, two guys that no one ever thought would make it, become champions, celebrate in the ring together. WrestleMania 20, you got Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, (sighs) celebrating, baby. Champions. There we go. Champions of the world. All right. Number three, WrestleMania 14, Stone Cold Steve Austin arrives, Mike Tyson's involved, screws over DX, that's my moment, man. Number two, man, this was tough not to put this number one, man, but it was WrestleMania 18, I'm talking Hogan Rock. Wow. Icon versus Icon. Right, that's fantastic. And your Frank Knox number one WrestleMania moment is? If you've ever listened to this show, you know who sits on the throne. And that's 21 in 1. Brock Lesnar taking out The Undertaker, baby. That's right. Shock the world. Shock the world. That's no right. thought it was happening. But Brock always wins. I love it. I love it. I wish we had Brock's music for like top five. We're going to have to cue it up one day because he always sets up at the top. I I should just have it in here here full time. It should be in here full time. Yeah. Shit. Moving forward, we learn, you know, little things we could pick up on. (laughs) That's <laughs> well, let's go in. We're going to get to a little no selling with Scott, I guess, right? You're all done? <laughs> yeah, that's my top five. What right. do you mean? All right, all right, right. right. okay. <laughs> my best. All right, no selling. <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready? It's about time we got this party started. Killing it, killing it. To be blunt, be podcast. Blunt podcast. podcast.
break it peasy, that's our team. Chinese eating bats disrupt the whole scene. When it comes to cures, well, I'm a fiend. I like my vaccine with coffee and cream. Gotta keep it clean and keep it clean and full clean. Economy crash and we get checks for free. With the spread rate numbers, they're not too please. Kill the world while I'm going green. Get high, rapper likes to keep it clean. Social distance while I smoke my weed. Keep on rapping cause that's my dream. Making these hits while we're quarantined. If you want a future back. Up six feet, come near me, you can catch this heat. Masking gloves, man, it's academic, intergalactic pandemic. Still 7.15. And now, bringing you the best and worst of pro wrestling today. Fuck, this guy never pays attention. Smartest Mark in the building. Smartest Mark. He is. There's no producer, I'll say that. (laughs) Come on, Scott, tell him have it. All right, guys. So listen, there's way more shit to worry about in this world right now than to listen to me talk about what's good and bad in wrestling. But you're here to listen to me rant, so let's get to it, because... We got a wrestling world right now that is crashing harder than Montez Ford into the floor. Okay. So, you just did the top five WrestleMania moments, so let's get into the WrestleMania saga, right? If you don't know by now, Roman Reigns is out. Top dog, right? The big dog. The guy who's WrestleMania main evented four times, okay? He's still advertised. They haven't taken him out yet. But according to an interview, Triple H has said that he'll be taken out in a unique way. We'll see how that turns out. But this is the right thing to do for Reigns' health. Uh, obviously, it's like a huge blow to Mania by not having him there, but obviously it's the right thing to do for him and his family. Um, we also have The Miz is also to be rumored to be removed from Mania. Uh, it hasn't been made official yet because he's supposed to be part of a triple threat tag match. Apparently that match has been changed. I'm trying to stay away from spoilers to know, but I think <laughs> it's now a singles match somehow, but whatever. Um, the only change with WrestleMania that's been officially announced is the fact that Andrade is being replaced by actually, like, straight-up newcomer Austin Theory at WrestleMania in the tag match for the Raw Tag Team titles against the Street Profits. Why, though? Um, well, Didn't they just wrestle, too, like, on Raw or something? Not in this past week, man? but last week. The six-man The six-man this week, Austin Theory replaced Andrade. 
they announced that he has a rib injury, which oh. hopefully is the case because um, if it's not actually a rib injury, um, and say if it was like if he was throwing, showing symptoms of, of COVID-19, then uh, I'm pretty sure Vince would make sure that his top female star, Charlotte, is quarantined like however far away from Andrade as possible. But, oh, I'm sure of it. Anyway, um, and then we have Elias. Elias is in question. That's storyline purpose, I guess. But he's in. Yeah, that's storyline. So we'll see if he's going to be replaced. Watch it be Gronk if that happens. But anyway, um, but this will be the longest WrestleMania in history. It's going to span over two nights. All right, and Why? it's going to be six hours plus, and that's not even including the pre-shows. Why, uh, dude? Because like, it's, <laughs> it's too big for one night. It just, I'm just why it's gonna be at least three hours each for night. For me, the only match that could work is like the AJ Styles Undertaker match, and maybe the Cena uh, Fiend match. If it's a, it's a funhouse match, possibly. We'll right? see. But here's the deal: if you don't have the WWE Network and you choose not to sign up for the WWE Network, which you get free right now, and you order this on pay per view, you have to pay for each night. So it's twenty nine ninety nine per night. So if you want to watch both nights, old school way pay per view, you're gonna have to pay twenty nine ninety nine the first night and twenty nine ninety nine the second night. What? So it's a no brainer. Get the fucking WWE Network, right? Or just make up a fake email and use a different card on file. There you go. Fucking wow. get a free month. So oh, anyway, there you go. Let's get to what's lit. I want to talk about the last week, the vignettes and the interviews in pro wrestling because we're not getting it from the wrestling. With no crowd, it's it, it's just not worth it to me. So my opinion, the vignettes and the interviews are what is awesome. AEW did it yesterday. They had Jericho on, and he was from his home, uh, and I, it was freaking awesome. He was in the hot tub drinking the bubbly, and then Vanguard One shows up. He tried to offer him a T-shirt, and Vanguard stole the T-shirt. I thought it was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. It's Jericho. He makes anything gold. I don't want to understand this Matt Hardy Chris Jericho feud though. Who cares? I mean, I, mean, I don't care because I don't watch it, but it doesn't make sense, yo. But they can't it's, put Matt Hardy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, the inner circle is feuding with the elite, and Matt Hardy has aligned himself in with the elite because he had to replace Nick Jackson. Matt so Hardy's a, he's a top tier wrestler, man. He was. So he's still a good worker. The guy can't even walk, bro. He's always looked that <laughs> His way, His knees though. don't bend, bro. It's <laughs> the weirdest bend. fucking thing. So, with uh, the interviews, though, we had this week, Heyman, who absolutely killed it. Paul Heyman on Monday Night Raw. Uh, you know, he he just... He, he, he did that promo, the go-home of WrestleMania, with Brock Lesnar in the ring. Brock Lesnar does his best part just standing there while Heyman talks. And we're getting a call right now. We're going to interrupt my segment. All right, let's do it. Maybe a Hope it's a challenger. Two people on podcast. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, it's Paul from Massachusetts. What's up, dog? What's up, What's man? Up? We got Paul from Massachusetts. What's up, man? How you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Still working. I just wanted to say hi to everybody. I'm going to try to stump the scene. Oh, 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 okay, hold on. Yeah. If we're going to play stump the sky, we got to do it right. God damn, we got to do it right. So you sure you're you're 100 ready to try to stop the Scott for an autographed eight by ten? Yep. Scott, are and, we gonna uh, do best of three? We're we gonna go one question. Uh, how many questions do you have, Paul? You just has one question. One question. One question is should be. Yeah. Do one question. All right, let's done. play stop the Scott. He's the smartest. You don't have any brains. I'm from Hollywood. I have the brains. He's unstoppable. Nobody in the whole world can beat me one-on-one right now. It's the hottest game show around. It's Stump the Scott. And now, your host, Bud Griffin. 
<laughs> Hi, everybody. Hi. Bud Griffin here. We are here on a special <laughs> birthday edition of Stump the Scott. Here it is, the Scott's birthday. That's right. I'm sorry. Maybe it's not the one we want to use. I'm sorry, Scott. That's right. It's That's a Scott's a birthday All right here. Paul from Massachusetts, are you ready to try to stump the Scott for an autographed eight by ten? Well, yeah, you said I didn't have the balls to do it, so my balls are out on the table. All right. He says I didn't have the balls, but he's going to have them right here on a two-minute podcast. He's ready to play the hottest game show in all history. The special edition, it's time to play Stump the Scott. Go ahead, Bob. I hope Paul. you're nice and lit so not seem to have at least a half a chance. Who did Goldberg defeat in his first WWE match? You got that, you got that Scott? Yes, yeah. first WWE match. Yes. I thought he was going to say WCW. Oh, but it's WWE only trivia. He knows. He's right. Because if it was WCW, I know for sure that's Hugh Morris. And the WWE one, I don't know if I know this as sure as I knew that one. Oh, wait, 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 wait a second here. But I'm going to, I'm pretty sure it's Christian. And I think that's going to be my final answer. Um, I'm, I'm going to say it was Christian, unless if it was The Rock, but I think he had a match on Raw before that. No, you know what? <laughs> Oh my god, I don't know which one to go with. I'm going to say The Rock, actually. I'm going to change it to The Rock. I was hoping you'd say Christian, man, because that was The Rock. So it was The Rock. Thinking thinking through the whole 30 seconds helped me. And you know what? You're from Massachusetts. (laughs) You were probably there at that show, because that was in Massachusetts. Well, I'm sorry, Paul. Tonight wasn't your night. We appreciate you calling here. You almost got me, though. Good question. Tell me about podcast. If you want to play Stump the Sky on a special birthday edition, now's the time. 860-384-7110. It's Stump the Scott. One for all on your birthday. Now back to your... Uh, all right, we're going to get right back into it. Right back in, right right yeah. This yeah. is Ty Shine, and you're listening to How to Talk. This is Ty Shine, and you're listening to How to Be Blunt with Peasy. <laughs> This is Ty Shine, and you're listening to a new episode of How to Be Blunt with Peasy. This is Ty Shine, and you're listening to To Be Blunt with Peasy. How in the fuck would you listen to anything else? All right, so back into no selling with the Scott. We're back, baby. That's right. By the skin of my teeth, I got it. But anyway. So, I was talking about the interviews and how lit they were, right? We had Edge do an interview on Raw this week, back, uh, Raw this week backstage. It was awesome. Even Undertaker caught a promo. Love that. Um, which, which there was some, uh, some back and forth with him and Jericho on Twitter, I'm sure you saw. But uh, also, even the training videos. Did you guys see uh, Drew McIntyre's training videos out in the mountains? Oh, training yeah. for this match. Yeah, that, was, that was so good, man. It was so like over the top, but it looked like a fucking movie, and I loved every minute of it. That's what I think WrestleMania is going to look like, man. It's going to look like a, just a fucking epic movie. Right. So hopefully that's what it is. Because honestly, basically, without the crowd, I just feel like the wrestling isn't there. I can tell you from my standpoint, I'm only looking forward to three matches over the next week. And that's Daniel Bryan versus Sami Zayn, uh, Gargano and Champa, and then I'm curious about this women's six-way uh, ladder match. Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn could be quite the sleeper. I'll tell you that. You think so? so? You're not Absolutely. Looking, you're not looking forward to this Boneyard match? Or I mean, I'm curious Edge, to see what it Edge is. And, uh, I'm, I'm curious about Edge, too. But, Randy like, Orton? with the crowd not even counting the 10 count, like, it just, like, I don't know, like, a last man standing match with no crowd is just feels yeah, weird to me. 
But also, anyways. the guy's name was Bob. Like well, I said, not Paul. Cody said, oh, I'm sorry. But maybe they'll work people. Sorry, Bob. Like <laughs> workers, families, or someone in there, producers somehow. I'm sure there's extra heads to work some drama. They can if they want the to. Match, they you know? choose to. But, uh, so anyway, back to the shits. Now, it's rare for me to shit on NXT. But Is it? Sam Roberts on commentary last Are- night was the absolute shits. Okay, the guy with the Doink the Clown haircut starter kit, okay? He does nothing to enhance the talent. He comes off uh, opinionated way more than your standard color commentator, all right? Um, and well, I'll tell you, one match I definitely could have did without last night was Jake Atlas versus Dexter Loomis. Okay? <laughs> what, what, what was Jake that, bro? With, and Sam Roberts on commentary just took it Dexter to another Loomis. level of low to me. Um, honestly, I know the best thing about NXT last night was the fact that Velveteen Dream... Even though he's like shirtless, but he's wrestling with purple latex gloves. I thought that was absolutely hilarious. Hey, now um, you can never be too safe. Right? But of course, um, Dijak and Lee, right? They delivered in the three way uh, that had Damian Priest in there. So, I mean, like, I'm not going to discredit them at all. Um, that match with the crowd would have been fire. So, also on the shits is this one guy, Teddy Hart. All right. Okay. This guy. Oh, I hope God. this guy gets locked up for a long time. Oh, God. Here okay? we go. Um, if, if Maria Manic, right, his girlfriend, she needs to get out of this relationship. Um, if this guy, if he gets out in this world, whatever, like everybody needs to social distance themselves from him, okay? Because this guy's bad news, all right? Wow. Uh, he was just arrested Scott, again Scott's recently kind of for, for domestic violence, um, and apparently was involving strangulation. Now, this happened last week. I don't know if he did it because he just watched the, the Benoit episode of Dark Side of the Ring, or if that's the case, but <laughs> oh my God, Scott. I, don't, I don't know if that's what led to it. But anyway, now i got to get back to what was lit. Speaking of Dark Side of the Ring, we have the New Jack episode this week, all right? The things New Jack revealed on this episode were just unreal, okay? He, he basically starts every story he told with, oh, I was high as hell during that match, or I got high as hell before that match. Um, <laughs> it's my kind of guy. <laughs> he, i got to watch right? that. It's- it's on my list. He said his old partner Mustafa, right? Mustafa Saeed. He said he used to smoke pencil shavings. What? Pencil, pencil shavings? Sh- like, while he worked. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, when he looks weird as hell in those promos, it's probably because he just smoked a bunch of pencil shavings. He's smoking lead? <laughs> but this dude's promos in SMW were just, like, unreal. Tying in OJ Simpson into his promos. Crazy. Stabbing people during matches. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> like, that's the craziest part of that shit. And, like, he told this story about Vic Grimes, right? He's got a match. They're on top of a scaffold. Vic Grimes is telling him, Jack, I can't feel my legs. What does New Jack say? Your legs? You ain't gonna need them anyway. Because he had the intent to fucking kill him. He was aiming to throw him against the ring post. Anyway, this is New Jack. So, next week, though... We have the Brawl for All they're going to talk about, so there'll be a lot of Bart Gun. We'll see if it's uh, lit or on the shits next week. But uh, I tell you, it's, it's cool to have this bonus wrestling content because I'm not really getting everything I need from wrestling with the no crowd. Um, and we'll see what happens because uh, WWE, there might actually be an off-season for once. It might actually happen. They might be forced. They've only taped so far. There might be an off-season coming in the world of professional wrestling. But... Um, so we got the Brawl for All next week, and then we have something else coming next week that's non... Uh, it's wrestling-related, but it's something on the side, and that's coming to Netflix. 
and it's the big show show. <laughs> yeah, I saw and that. It looks cheesy as hell, but I feel like I might go for it. So we'll see what list it ends up on next week. But that's been no selling with the Scott. Now that we got that, no selling Scott was hot this week, bro. He, I thought that, there's a lot of shit that he nails you. People love it too. Because the the the, the chat goes off when the Scott does his gimmick, yo. Oh man, I, I can't lie. Shout this out to you, Jack. That was an entertaining episode, man. God, I hope you guys are ready to play stuff to Scott though. It's about the birthday edition. If you want to play, call in 860-347-110. Yeah, be the party For an pooper. autographed 8 by 10 We've already had one person try. That's right. Stop the Scott. Let's do it. It's the highest motherfucking podcast around. To be blunt. He's the smartest. You don't have any brains. I'm from Hollywood. I have the brains. He's unstoppable. Nobody in the whole world can beat me one-on-one right now. It's the hottest game show around. It's Stump the Scott. And now, your host, Bud Griffin. Hi, everybody. We're back here to be Blood Podcast. Scott, are you ready for another round? I'll stop the Scott birthday edition right here with your host, Bud Griffin and Frank Knox. Dude, I'm ready. Round two. Then let's get into it. The hottest game show in all podcast history right here on the best podcast to be blood. It's time to play Stump the Scott. Scott, first question. In WrestleMania 2000, which McMahon was on the side of Big Show in a fatal four-way match for the WWE Championship? 30 seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. Oh, man. I could tell you every McMahon whose corner they were in in that match. But, come on. It had to be no one other than paired up with the Big Show. Come on. Which way did he go? 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 It was none other than Shane O'Mac, baby. That's right. This guy's on fire right now. He is. Vince was in Rock's corner. Linda Foley. Frank, you got something? Stephen Triple H. Yeah, I have a question. Okay, Scott. Question number two. Here we go. We're going to get you the best of five. Right here, Frank Knox. Question number two. We're going to play Stump the Scott. Scott, who won the King of the Ring tournament in the year 2000? Another 2000 question. 30 seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. All right, great question. 2000 King of the Ring was actually the only King of the Ring tournament that actually like started with like 32 names. Although there's been qualifying matches in the past, this was like an official 32-man tournament. And the person that won it was none other than my Olympic hero and yours, Kurt Angle. That is correct. Yeah. Wow, he's on fire. Wow. Wow. Scott, you only need one more. You're not spoiling this birthday. <laughs> His final question right here at 2B Buck Podcast. Will this break or break, or will Scott do a clean sweep? Scott, are you ready for your last question? Oh, Possibly, ready, brother. Let's play Stump the Scott. Scott, question number three. Who was the Raw GM before AJ Lee? 30 seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. Before AJ Lee. Okay, so she, like, right before is the question, right? Because I can Whoever name, was the previous. Okay, because I can name anybody technically. Raw GM. Um, so right before. So there was 2012. 
and it was announced, I think, at Raw 1000. So I'm going to say the one before, though, I'm pretty sure was John Laurinaitis. I almost want to say Vicky Guerrero, but I think I'm going to go with John Laurinaitis. It wasn't? Was it Vicky Guerrero? It was, right? That's right, Scott. Oh, wow. Oh. It was Vicky Guerrero. You got to get your next question to go for the win. Are you ready? Oh, this can be the final question, Frank Knox. You got to stop the Scott because you only got three minutes left. Let's ready. Let's play Stop the Scott. Oops. Didn't mean to hit that one. Ready? All right, let's go. All right, Scott. At WrestleMania 22, what two superstars fought in a no holds barred match? 30 seconds on the clock. The time starts now. All right, I think WrestleMania 22 is 2006. I'm pretty sure this was officially uh, named the no holds barred match, and I'm going to say Shawn Michaels versus Vince McMahon. Scott, you are correct. Yeah. Scott has done it, baby. Scott with the clean sweep right here on the 2B Blood Podcast. I can't believe it. This man is unstoppable. That's right. Congratulations, Scott. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate the love. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at 2B Blood Podcast with the number 2. 2B Blood Podcast.com. From the Scott, Frank Knox and Peasy. We'll see you next week. Same weed time. Same weed channel.